What's happening in Texas? Today we got a fun interview with our friends over at Westlake Brewing. I'm your host, Abel, and I'm with Jane, uh, Vincent, hello, Art, and Peter. All right, nice. And welcome to today's interview, guys. Thank you for having us on such short notice. Yeah, I really appreciate that you squeezed us in. Nothing to it. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a we had another brewery that had to reschedule, but you know it's all about the beer. So yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. So we're gonna hop right into it. Uh, so art. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so given your extensive background in other industries, what made you want to start Westlake Brewery? Um, you know, I grew up in a house where my parents made beer and wine and mead. Oh, nice. Uh, so fun, fun, fun. The, the brewery has always been a vision in the back of my head since I was a teenager. Uh, I went off to LSU. My brother and I brewed when wow. I was at college. Cool. Then the drinking age was 18. So okay. <laughs> my brother yeah. and I uh, brewed and drank quite a bit. And then, um, you know, I, all, I had this idea of wanting to create a place for great beer where people could come together and talk about beers and enjoy them. And so just in the back of my mind, I always wanted to do this. Um, I got a degree in semiconductor physics and electronics yeah, uh -huh. and uh, went to high tech for 15 years. Okay. Um, but all the time in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm going to do the brewery. I'm going to do the brewery. We're so glad you did. Yes. And then um, about 10 years ago, I was going to do it. But then my wife and I got pregnant. Oh. And so, yeah, wonderful. We have, we have great kids. I love them. Um, so I put the brewing project on the back burner for a little while and then revived it a few years ago. And here we are today. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. So was there, a, besides uh, your kids being born, was there something that pushed you in hit into this industry? Or, you know, were you just done with your last job? Or you just say, hey, this is really what I want to do? It was kind of a long term passion that I wanted to do. Okay, I was I was kind of burned out on the high tech industry. And so I was ready to be done with that 10 years ago. Gotcha. Right, right. But I wasn't quite ready to start the brewery because we had had just had our kid our first kid. And so um, I went into the music business for seven years. And so I did that for, oh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So still electronics, but music related. Okay. Fun. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So what beers do you guys like to drink Westlake and non Westlake? Let's start with Peter. I'll let him go first. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, to drink um, it, for me right now, uh, our focus has really been the quality of Rainout. Uh, Rainout's our number one seller. Yeah. Um, and had you asked me when we opened that if that would be our number one seller, I would have said, no way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was a it was a surprise. It was a good surprise. And so it's it's good, good to have that name out there. Um, but as far as me, I'm a moody drinker, right? I love Saisons. Yeah. And so <laughs> left to my own devices, um, you know, I'll, I'll stay late one night and I'll make a really small batch of just a really cool white Saison. That, that's where that table beer came from. Was one night I just said, I'm going to stay and make a make a batch for myself. Yeah. yeah. But um, you, you have to appreciate all styles in some forms, right, to be able to make them. Right. So um, even if I don't particularly care to drink it all the time, you know, I still respect the style. Oh, yeah. Nice. I think I need to be more respectful of the styles. <laughs> I, I really enjoy what I enjoy. And she's like, let's do this. And I'm like, uh. I wasn't giving you any looks over there. 
Okay. What about what about you, Art? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like Peter. I'm a kind of equal opportunity drinker. I like to try everything and sample different things. I kind of go through long-term trends. Like, you know, in the 90s, I was really into German beers and, you know, loved a good Kolsch or, a, you know, Barsteiner was my favorite beer for yeah. a few years and, you know, things like that. Um, the past year, I've really learned to enjoy hazies. So, yeah. you know, things like the Delcus, I really, really enjoy. Um Currently, what would my favorite not Westlake beer be? Um, you know, I'm hoping the weather's going to break soon, so I'm going to call out a stout. You know, oh, I, I really yeah. appreciate there a nice, go. chocolatey, you know, thick, hearty stout. Right. So. Yeah, we still believe in a stout every night. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we end it with a stout. Now, I didn't get to ask beforehand, is it okay if we, like, snap some shots of the interview so we can post yeah, later? Okay, please, absolutely. I just don't want to look creepy, you know, she already, she already, <laughs> you know. Checking you guys out, so I want to make sure. Okay. Now, who's next? Uh, that would be you, Vince. Oh, okay. So, let me see right here for Peter, right? Put your camera right? down. No. I'll put my camera down. Sorry. <laughs> my fanboy moment is fast. So, Peter, what made you want to uh, start brewing? And what beer did you win with at Deep Ellum's Labor of Love? So, good question. Um, this was... In the beginning, it was a way to connect with my dad. My dad was a home brewer for a long time. And so I wanted to spend time with him. Uh, he made beer for a long time, and I never paid attention to it. Um, so it was to spend time with him, and then we started doing well in competitions, oh, right? Awesome. Such as yeah, Labor yeah. of Love. Uh -huh. And we, I just had a passion for it. The chemistry of beer and the fact that I could be a lifelong learner of brewing and never tire of it. Um, but also, so Labor of Love, that was really cool. That was one of my dad's favorite styles. Aww. Um, oh, awesome. He likes a good cream ale, right? Yeah. Oh. And so I made a lot of cream ale with him, you know, just trying to perfect the recipe. We made a really good batch, and we brought it to Labor of Love, and so we won for best session beer. Awesome. That's, That's so awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's, wow, thank you. So that was that was his favorite style, was the cream ale? Yes. All right. Now, Abel, I'm a little confused. Is this like a follow-up that I'm doing, or is this later? That's later. later. Yeah. Okay. Then that's my handwriting. <laughs> okay. That's, all right. Thank you. <laughs> so what do we have next? Okay. So seeing you guys haven't been open long, how have you had to pivot your business model during the pandemic? Yeah, you might need to restart that. Oh, right. We'll go again. Sorry, I'm far away over here. Okay. Seeing how you guys haven't been open too long, how have you had to pivot your business model during the pandemic or in life? <laughs> it's uh, It's been interesting. Um, you know, we opened last end of last September, we did a soft opening. And then October, we had our grand opening, which we're coming up on here pretty soon. One year yeah, later. congrats. Not, not that far off. Um, awesome. Then, um, you know, in March, we were shut down. And then June, I guess, we opened again. And then we were shut down again. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the original plan was sell as much beer we as we can here mm -hmm. and slowly grow the rest right? Sell kegs to restaurants around us. We have so many restaurants and bars within yeah. walking distance yeah. from us or hand truck distance if right. I'm rolling a keg there. <laughs> so, however, uh, packaging was way far out. We never thought we would be doing packaging mm -hmm. as soon as we had to. Luckily, we had picked up a crowler machine early on and uh, we had a, a stockpile of crowlers kind of going into the pandemic, which helped. Then um, early on, I placed an order for a little canning machine. And nice. so uh, we got our canner about a month ago or a little more than that, I guess. And we've been nice. picking out the packaged beer. 
and pushing into grocery stores and packaged goods stores. And it seems to be going okay. So that's what I was going to ask. So I'm probably stealing somebody's question, but I did notice the wild finish had a UPC on it when it I bought it. So it is out there in the world other I, than here. <laughs> I, won't, I won't say it's out there other than here yet, but it's okay. very much in the works. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we're, we're in, I guess three re big retailers that were kind of in the cogs of their machine to eventually ah, end up on nice. the show. Oh, nice. Oh, awesome. We, um, and I don't, did you tell them already that we reviewed one a while back? We, oh, we love that beer. Yeah, I didn't say it was on the podcast. I just said it was on my birthday. <laughs> uh, we did. <laughs> oh, we reviewed it. It's, yeah, we had, yeah. That we, we, we came, so uh, I think, and purchased over there. And uh, it was so awesome. We didn't even know you guys were here. It was like such a sweet find mm -hmm. because right. we go to Tiki Loco all mm -hmm. the time. Right. And we're like, oh. So it just being, we're very excited. So I reached out on the DFW Let's Talk Craft Beer Facebook page and asked if anybody knew of anybody that had great saisons because we didn't want to make a trip all the way down to Jester King and I was recommended here. So we oh, placed awesome. an order and then we ended up reviewing it. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. That would be me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go for it. All right. This one's for Peter. No, you did not. Uh, this one's for Peter. Um, I know you had mentioned that you like to do the cream ale, but what's your favorite style of beer to brew? Oh, no. No, that's, oh, well, I mean, that's tough, right? Um, I mean, they're all like my kids. I was just going to say, yeah, which right? is your favorite kid? No, yeah. <laughs> So, no, you know what I do like? I like challenging. Um, okay. I, I, I like a challenging style, right? Um, Art and I, we bounce a lot of ideas off each other. And, um, you know, he'll throw down a challenge. And uh, sometimes I meet it. Sometimes it turns out like a train wreck. But he, he pretty much always meets it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, to me, in order to be well-rounded, you have to like a little bit of everything. Okay. And respect all styles equal. So, what, what was the most challenging for you? Challenging. What What's the most challenging beer we've had so far? Peter is a person of constant improvement. So he'll <laughs> he'll take things and he'll he'll ratchet it up one one notch, you know, one batch, and then ratchet it up another notch, next batch. So he's he's constantly improving things, and every challenge that he's hit. Um, usually the challenges are equipment related. Okay. Okay. You know, kind of like us. And we're both pretty handy, <laughs> and he he always figures out a way to make it happen. You know, so awesome. Yeah. And okay. I don't know if that's related to any one beer in particular, although oatmeal stouts are always a beast. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Do you want to hear that story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we'd love to. Yes, please. So I've made an oatmeal stout before, and nothing totally new, right? Yeah. But uh -huh. I really wanted to get absolute like oatmeal cookie flavor in there so I, I had this idea to use a ton of oats and if you know anything about oats they're very sticky in the mash right yeah and it just that's the only stuck mash i've had here out of out of 100 batches that we've done and so uh so yeah that is a memorable one i almost forgot it <laughs> but uh no so we had you're to, welcome yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I had to in the middle of a brew day, I had to plug pull the plug on it, and and that's that's disheartening for me. So like within the next couple of weeks, I I came back at it and I I found a solution, um, and made it, and it was a it was a great beer. Awesome, awesome. It's not on there right now, is it? It is not. Okay. Which one is it? Which one is it? 
so who picks the styles to brew? Is it a collective idea or does Peter say, hey, this will be good? <laughs> and who picks the names? <laughs> um, I'd say 80 to 90% of them Peter picks. Okay. Every now and then he'll come to me and say, you know, do you have anything on your you know, wish list? And so I'll knock around a few things and maybe one of them will land on one of them. But almost always Peter comes to me and says, hey, you know, I've been thinking about doing this, you know, whatever it may be. Asian style super dry beer. Yeah, and I saw that. that. Yeah. yeah, And I was wanting to try that one. I, I usually wholeheartedly support anything he wants to do. Wow. So, yeah. Okay, and who comes up with those great names? That is a group effort. Yeah, sometimes customers. Oh. Um, I would say I'm the curator of the names. Doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean I've invented them all. Some of them are personal. Um, some of the names have come with me from years of homebrewing. Okay. Wow. Um, and others, others have just kind of manifested themselves in the last year. What's so, the story behind the Delcus? <laughs> well, so... I have to tell you the story of Rainout, right? Okay. Yeah. So the concept of Rainout is, so our marketing focus is on outdoorsy and athletic things, mm -hmm. right? And sporting events included. And the idea behind Rainout is you were going to go to your baseball game or your soccer game oh. and it, get, it gets rained out. So you might as well just enjoy a beer and relax. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So that's the concept behind Rainout. Now, we wanted to make a, a bigger hazy IPA, an imperial version. And so we kind of kicked around ideas of, well, what's a bigger, is it a hurricane? Is it a tornado? <laughs> you know, a Texas tornado. Is that, you know, that didn't, that didn't resonate. And we thought like, well, you know, what is a, what's the most important weather related term mm -hmm. that we can come up with? <laughs> and, you know, the Delcus yes. uh, is named after, you know, loosely named after <laughs> a weathercaster that happens to predict the weather here in Dallas that yeah. many people are very friendly, you know, very uh, fond of. Yes. So, yeah. So that's how the Delcus was born. I love it. That's awesome. I don't know that he's actually coming and had one yet, so he should come. Maybe yeah. he hasn't heard it yet. Yeah, maybe he uh, we tweeted him, said, hey, oh, okay. oh. can we name a beer after you? And there was silence. So yes, no news is good maybe news. We'll tag him in. <laughs> tag him in, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get to the next question, let's talk about this beer that you brought for us. This first one, uh, the what the wild finish. So what's that all about? I'll let Peter give you so the scoop good. on wild finish. So that's one of our core beers. Um, and you know, because we're a clean brewery, um, this it is re-fermented with Brett, which is a wild yeast. And so we can't let Brett around in the in the brew house or the tanks. Right. But that doesn't mean we can't dose it. So every one of these bottles was dosed specifically with a pipette um, to get these really cool, <laughs> like, you know, wild flavors, right? Um, so we took a core beer that we already had and, in my mind, you know, conditioned it for six months in the bottle and developed more nuanced flavors. Um, is it, like, is Brett a really good tag word that sells beer no it's one of those <laughs> geeky things right yeah like you have to know you have to know where right. that is and yeah. to to search for it so you know it's small volume um we don't do a lot of it but it's it is nice that art supports uh you know most of my crazy stuff <laughs> we drink a lot of it so yes, it doesn't really matter yeah. how much it sells so. it, yeah it's it's really we tasty I was so excited. We live in Allen, and we drove all the way down here for it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. And we'll keep doing it. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, we just we just did an episode on Oktoberfest, so Mars and Styles, and every single one that we're trying, it's like, oh, this is very bready, this is biscuity, this is you know caramel, this is you know everything that had to do with bread type of mm-hmm. type of uh, taste to it. So we get we get what you're saying when you, when we when you say bread bread like so, but we will move on to our next question, which will be on you, Vince. Okay. So is this uh, is this my second part here? Yes. Okay. So this is again for Peter, yeah? Uh, for either one. Either one. Okay. So on your website, uh, you say our beers are refreshingly simple. Can you elaborate on that or explain what that means? Yeah, I'll gladly. Um, so a lot of breweries out there do things that are um, trendy, right? Mm-hmm. They'll put you know, cakes in their mash. They'll put donuts in the mash. They'll make slushy IPAs. No. Um, Peter and I are both kind of I wouldn't say purist to style, mm-hmm. but we find there's a whole lot more challenge in making a beer, a perfect beer of a style, than there is to throw in some some yeah. stuff in your mash that people will get excited over, but then it doesn't make a very great beer. Right. So we'd rather make a great beer. Well, I appreciate these great beers. They're very yummy. Yeah, yeah. they're very, very delicious. Beers that taste like beer. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, in, in the DFW area, you know, there's not too many people who who stick to that. So there's, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and being in the, uh, I don't want to say quite the heart of Deep Ellum, but uh, how do you guys, with the pandemic, deal with this area being closed for the most part? Um, I mean, are did. you primarily to go? For a while, we were only to go. Mm. Right. For a month the first time and a month the second time, we were only to go. So we do a lot of marketing online. Okay. You know, social media, trying to keep the brand in front of people. Yeah. And other than that, you know, it's not much else we can do to get people in Deep Ellum if people aren't coming to Deep Ellum. That's very true. <laughs> now, you, were you guys soon. crazy, uh, crazy busy when everything was open? We were. Yeah. That's good. Yes. Right. The neat. The neat thing about that is uh, I know you try to see the good and bad, right? right? Right. So the good part about that was we were going full out just trying to keep up with demand. Um, and so everything slowed down. And the thing that I honor the most is Art told me, um, hey, keep brewing. You know, this is your chance to do some, you know, different beers. So really got to just, you know, crazy swing for the fences cool beer styles yeah mm-hmm. take some right? risk yeah risks yeah. yeah and so some of those have paid off and then some of those will morph into future beers so that's investing in future creativity what's what's one of them that paid off for you um can you say well we're about to release one of them this coming month yeah the best beer oh right oh our first official lager it is, yes, yes. Our first real lager. Wow. Nice. And it's the first German lager that I've ever made as a brewer. Oh. So. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. We'll Did let you... y'all try it in a little bit. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll be excited for it. Did you follow the purity laws? Uh, no. <laughs> we, we just went over that. Yeah. Episode. That's why I asked. That's why I asked. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Heights go what? Yeah. Uh, he can say it. Vince can say it. He's really good at it. I call it, you know, the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I would have to say that the positive side was that we were able to find a really great parking spot, and we usually can't in Deep Ellum. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is an upside. That's us right there. We're yeah. like right in front. We're usually looping and looping. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right. So this next one is actually for you, Peter. Uh, coming back to DFW from Oklahoma, you worked with Manhattan Project Beer Company. Uh, what did you do there, and how was it? If you can speak to if, it. Yes. If you can't, then... So, no, the cool thing okay. is, no, Jeremy and I, Jeremy and I, we've known each other for a long time. So, it goes back to, like, brew riot days, right? We used to do brew riot together. Jeremy's the reason why I stopped doing IPAs for a while. Oh, His okay. IPAs were fantastic, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, I just focused on other styles, and I eventually circled back. But then, uh, vicariously, Jeremy got me my first brewing job, I think think really i can give him that credit with bitter sisters because at that time manhattan project was um an alternating proprietorship with bitter sisters right and so when matt was looking for an assistant i you know that was a that was a good fit right they already knew my name they already knew you know so um and so jeremy and i worked in a collaborative space for a while and really bounced a lot of ideas off each other so it was a natural fit when he moved over to Grapevine, his production, um, he needed help, right? Mm -hmm. So he needed help producing his Manhattan Project beers, and so um, I was happy to I was happy to come back to Dallas. Period, right? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> and then uh, you know bumped into Art um, in late 2018, early 2019. Yeah, started working on Westlake. And uh, yeah, the rest has been history. So, how'd you guys meet? Uh, I placed an ad for a brewer. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> now, I, I will brag on Peter. Uh, those previous experiences, you know, you never know when you leave a place what yeah. what they think. Peter actually gave me like the cell phone numbers of the owners of the the previous breweries he okay. worked at. Oh, cool! And I called them, and every one of them said, "Absolutely, hire him. You're not going to find anybody better." Aww. Awesome. And they're right. That's awesome. Aww. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Glad this isn't a video interview. <laughs> Cheer. Cheer. A little bit. Tears for beers. <laughs> Tears for beers. <laughs> now then, um, let me see. And what's our next? Is it me now? Am I uh, on uh, Art's here? Oh, this one actually is fine. Okay. So this one's for you, Art. And I want to mention before I ask you this, before pandemic and everything hit, um, yes. she and I were running 5Ks and 10Ks. Oh, yes. like couple times a month i even won a couple for wow. my division because i'm old older um <laughs> so oh, but we haven't been doing anything as much since but i'm like encouraged rain out beers. yeah i've been having the, the <laughs> rain out beers uh but uh I'm encouraged to see you know be your level of activity so what uh my question for you is how do you balance family owning a brewery and running and rock climbing so um i will say the brewery encourages me to do it because if I don't, I put on weight because I'm drinking more beer. Um, Same. As far as finding time, I like to run in the mornings. Okay. So usually before the rest of the family gets up, I'll try to get out and run. Uh, my wife and I alternate mornings usually, although our kids are getting to the age where we can every now and then do short runs together, which is kind of nice. Yeah. On uh, Sunday mornings, I run from the house to the brewery and check on the brewery, and then I run back home. Um, so that's a nice little routine. Then rock climbing is kind of off the table. So two? Yeah, because we, uh, we have a 30-minute yep. kind of limit, so we'll take a break, potty if we have to, mostly me, <laughs> and uh, come back. Is that okay, guys? Excellent. Sounds yeah. great. All right. Thanks, right. Thanks y'all. We'll be back. <laughs> 